This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's hour number three of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan, home of the Cowboys, home of your World Series champion, Texas Rangers. We're off to Vegas tonight. After the show, we'll uh, be hopping on a plane and we'll be broadcasting from Radio Row tomorrow. Now, speaking of Radio Row, our next guest is joining us live from there as... uh, He's the winner of America's Got Talent Season 2. He's from Dallas. And uh, Terry Fader joins you now here on 105 Through the Fan, a, a famous ventriloquist, also does impersonations out there. And, and thanks for joining us, Terry. How the hell are you doing today? So good. And, you know, you never I, – I know most people listening never thought they would hear the word famous and ventriloquist in the same <laughs> sentence. It's not a typical uh, thing that people are famous for. But thanks to America's Got Talent, I, I can say I am a famous ventriloquist. Hey. So it's, it's wonderful. Well, we've got a kick out of your work over the years. We're so proud that you are from Dallas. And I love the ventriloquist work, man. I, I think, you know, it, it's a tough one. And maybe it's, it can be a lost art at times, but you're killing it with it, man. Well, thank you. And that's a lot of uh, practice. You have to love what you do. Hmm. And you also have to have the turtle. Oh, this is Winston the impersonating turtle. <laughs> I just thought I'd join. Right. I was going to ask you where Winston is. Now, you can watch Terry and Winston at 105thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. Looks like Radio Row's pretty sick. That's the first shot I've, I've seen of it behind you here on this on this webcam, uh, Terry. Looks like they got it set up pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, quite, it's quite amazing. I mean, you walk around and there's so many little booths set up. Uh, but they all need me on it. Right. Well, Winston is such a – he's very popular. Yeah, much more popular than Terry. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is Winston from Dallas as well? No, actually, I'm from a pond in L.A. Well, that's, that's kind of true. My story is that when I went on America's Got Talent, they would not let me use a Kermit the Frog puppet. Um, oh. the, the Muppets wouldn't because they, it's trademarked. And so I was wandering around in Hollywood and – and um, and there's this pond, and this turtle popped up, and I and I said, uh, "Can you do an impression of Kermit the Frog?" And I said, "Hi, ho, Kermit the Frog here." Right. So that's how <laughs> I met Winston. This, that's the official story. Right. Now uh, it's not true though. Uh, Winston, that, that's a hell of a Kermit the Frog you got there. Terry, you oh, do you. you do impersonations as well, or do, do I call them impressions or impersonations? They're both is fine, uh, but I really do. I focus on impersonations, impressions of singers. Um, I can do a few cartoon voices. I can do uh, hello, I'm Eric Cartman, you know, that kind of thing. So I can go. do Eric Cartman. I can do some some voices from uh, South Park, uh, some cartoon voices. But really, what I focus on is I do impressions of singers. So I can do like Pavarotti, uh, Bocelli. I can do Justin. Uh, Bieber, uh, you know Elvis Presley. Um, in fact, you did uh, Roy Ardlison. Crying over you. Right. So that's what we do: is we do impressions of singers in the show. So, uh, and and you have a regular show there in Vegas, right? I do. Yes, I'm at the New York New York Hotel and Casino all the time. I do uh, three to four. I mean, four to five days a week there. Usually in the week, and and then I take my weekends and tour. We just got back from four 
Fort Pierce, uh, is it Fort Pierce, Florida? Right. Yeah, Fort Pierce. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's Terry Fader here with you, winner of America's Got Talent Season 2. We're hoping that one of these days we show up on a radio row and the Cowboys are actually playing, Terry. Oh, wouldn't that Man. be nice? Oh, my dream. I was so hoping the Cowboys would go to the Super Bowl because it's like, oh, I'm in Vegas. And, you know, and of course, now that I live in Vegas, uh, I, I got to be a fan of the Raiders because they're our hometown team. But uh, I always tell people, listen, if the Cowboys are playing the Raiders, I'm rooting for the Cowboys because I was born and raised in Dallas. So what? who do you get asked to do? the most out of your impressions when it comes to these singers what's probably the uh, number one request definitely michael jackson okay yeah. yeah you can i do it yeah she's out of my life she's out of my life i wish i could sing like that <laughs> what an impressive turtle dude <laughs> so, Winston's a badass yeah winston is a stud so when you when you're coming up in the you know aspiring ventriloquist game how does that play with the ladies terry oh well yeah of course you know the the reason terry got into the ventriloquism is he wanted to get laid well come on <laughs> you know that's not true yeah they say that he has a highly trained tongue <laughs> I can't believe you just said that, but his lips don't move enough. All right, stop it. Stop those jokes. But, uh, yeah, you know, people don't get into ventriloquism to get the chicks. Let me put it that way. I just fell in love with the art. I love puppets. I love uh, the uh, the art of creating an inanimate, I mean, making an inanimate object seem like it's talking. Um, and it's just been a passion. I've, I'm a huge fan of the Muppets, and that's really how I learned how to how to maneuver puppets. Wait, you work with puppets? I do. I love puppets. Well, of course you do. You're one. I am? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we learned something new every day. Well, hey, Winston, I wanted to ask you a question about what you felt like with the Cowboys season, you know, and how it went, and, and not having playoff success. Are you are you a disappointed fan in that way? Well, no. I mean, I'm a Cowboy fan. Well, you know, I didn't know you were a Cowboy fan. Yeah, I am. I even love from Hollywood. I love the Cowboys. Well, you know, um, I, I've learned through the years especially being a Cowboy fan, that you mm -hmm. just can't get too disappointed because otherwise you're going to be disappointed almost every year. So I just, I just love the, the team. I love the, the game. I love the sport. I, I always hope they win. If they don't, I don't take it too personally. I don't get too upset about it. I just say, well, hopefully next year. That's, that's just – I don't let it – you know, and plus I'm too busy to really spend a lot of time mourning over, uh, over a game. So, <laughs> so I don't spend a lot of time. But I do love my Cowboys, and I root for them every year. Yeah. They just need a turtle on their team, and then they would win. <laughs> well, they'd work for me. We'll take you, Winston. Hey, maybe you can play some <laughs> linebacker. The Cowboys certainly need that. Now, Terry, uh, as we get ready to take our flight to Vegas after the show today, as that's your home base, what advice do you have for us? Anywhere that we need to go? Any, any tips oh. you can give us? Yes. there's Well, there's a lot that you can do, but I will tell you this. You can go to the Golden Steer, which is off of Sahara Avenue near uh, Las Vegas Boulevard. It's north. It's in the north end of town. It is the legendary, the oldest steakhouse in Las Vegas, best steak. I'm, I'm not kidding, but one of the best steaks you're going to get anywhere in the country. And there is a Terry Fader table, so you can request oh, the Terry yes. Fader table. All the Las Vegas legends, and they c apparently consider me a Las Vegas legend, but we're talking like Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., um, Dean Martin, Elvis Presley, all have tables there. And Terry Fader. There should be a Winston table. There should be, <laughs> but there's not. Yeah. <laughs> I could do this without you. I know you could, but uh, thank you for staying with me. You're welcome. Yeah. Terry, Winston, uh, thank you so much. We'll send the Tolos to go see you guys at the New York, New York, right? Yes, New York, New York uh, Hotel and Casino. We do shows 
uh, through Wednesday this week, and then, of course, next week again. I'm there all the time, so come and see me. All right. We hope to see you there, Terry. Have a great afternoon. Cheers, Winston. See you, buddy. Thank you. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) There they are, Terry and Winston, live from Radio Row. Here it is, the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Okay, the uh, the top story of the day here in Cowboys land, of course, what developed over the weekend uh, with Dan Quinn, um, you know, ending up taking a member of his coaching staff, and now the Cowboys are suddenly finding themselves in need of a defensive coordinator. And how much can you trust the Cowboys to execute a good hire here is my question for you. Like, I don't mean to be cynical, but I have to be realistic. I think there's a 90% chance you end up with a worse coach than what uh, Dan Quinn was. Brian, I think or selling. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell that. I, I I think to me where this team needs, where this team needs something on defense is, and we we saw what happened when they give up big plays. It's attention to detail. It's not the assignment. They're not an assignment sound team. Is that the players or is that the coach? I, I feel like though that to me when you make mistakes in at key times. There's a disconnect there. There's something that they're not, whether it's the way that McCarthy practices or how they prep their defense. But to me, I I would like to see the fact that Dan's moved on. And again, I give Dan credit for all what he's done. But I need this defense to be more locked into where it it, what to make plays. Yeah, and and I know they have the pressures. I know they have the sacks. I know they get the turnovers. But there's some disconnect that they have with it, it, whether it's teaching. There's something that they're not getting. And when you can motion on them and it totally confuses them, something's wrong here. You know? And I, I think, that, I think that, that whoever comes in, that's the first question I would ask. Hey, how do you defend this? And, and, it, and maybe you say, well, how do you defend the Shanahan offense? Or how do you defend the McVay offense? Mm-hmm. But I would talk about the trends. Yep. The trends. How do you do defend teams that are heavy motion? How do you defend teams that are heavy 12 personnel? You know, what's your philosophy on how would you use Micah Parsons? Mm-hmm. You know, these are questions I would ask if I was looking for a defensive coordinator. Because there is something that didn't click for Dan Quinn and this group when it came to these big games and these and, and their uh, inability to to keep people from making I mean, huge I, plays. On I them. think they did really well defensively against the 49ers twice and Tampa. I I, 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 I this last game got away from them. The Arizona got, game got away from yeah. you. The Buffalo game got away from you. But to me, it's more personnel. You know, that's that that. How do you stop these motion guys? Yes, you're going to have to make your scheme better, but you also need linebackers. You do. Uh, and you know it, it is unfortunate, and they they lost two guys that they were counting on. And Leighton Vander Esch and Demarvin Overshone came in, and, and they clearly had a tra- a plan for him coming out of camp. And you can't control injuries, and you're trying to to band aid maneuver this thing as best you can. I do think that there that some of the points that Brian made there is very true, and I agree with you. It is going to be hard though to sustain the level of success that Dan Quinn has had over three years. They've been sixth in the NFL when it comes to points per game. But I will say when you talk about a guy like Mike Zimmer, historically, he's a top 10 guy in not only points per game defensively, but just overall defense as well. The pressures are something that he always has lived on Mm -hmm. as a defensive coordinator. So I do think the the improvement that you need over a Dan Quinn, it's going to be tough. But that is a theme in his track record. When he goes up against these heavy motion offenses, he's not winning. 
his defenses are not in a position to succeed and have success. I think a large part of it is you are asking players to do things that I don't think they're good with. I don't think Donovan Wilson is a good coverage safety at all. He's a guy that needs to be in the box. If you say bye-bye to J. Ron Curse, Donovan Wilson can go ahead and take that role from him. I don't want to see him in coverage anymore. When you look up and there's a lot of these busts in coverage in the back end, number six seems to always be in frame. Yeah, that was a bad game from him for sure. You know, And I think that's a lesson for him. Like You can't try to pull a Belichick and totally change your defensive scheme You know, uh, uh, in, in such a big moment like that, especially as the better team. You know, That, that was a, a, a risk that... Should have stayed in his back pocket. Um, okay, we got a text here. The 817, we just got the recommendation there from Mr. Fader. It says, if you're going to go to the Golden Steer in Las Vegas, make sure you take out a small loan before you go. Oh, yeah. Looked up the menu. Yeah, oh, no. It's, no, it's it's expensive. Is I, it I watched the, Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah it's, it's, you're looking at probably two $300 a piece. Woo. It's it's the but it's like everyone, the steaks, everything, the lobster tails, everything, it's all high end. Bone-in ribeye? Yeah. 98 bucks. Yeah. How many ounces? Doesn't tell you. 24. Oh, okay. Yeah. Solid size. Filet right. Mignon. 12 ounces. 94 bucks. Yeah. That's pricey. Jeez. The Longhorn Extra Thick. And that's what we're that's talking about. That's the special New York cut. Okay. 24 ounces of New York. $95. Yeah. Do the sides cure cancer? Oh, it's like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's 18, I think that it's 18 <laughs> to 20 bucks on the sides and then desserts like 12. I looked this up last night. I watched a video on it. You did a deep dive on the Golden so Steer. Yeah, one of the spots you were looking at. I was looking at it just because it's one of the most famous steakhouses in the world, and I, I said I might be interested in doing this. But yeah, if you're if you're willing to drop probably you know about three hundred bucks, mm. you can you know. But you can maybe go and split some stuff with people. That's Brian, true. What's Oscar style? That's the Oscar Mayer wiener situation. No, They're doing the hot dog. A lot of these steakhouses will bring out a, a hot dog. Is it? You can, is it the way it's cut? No, you can top any cut of beef with a topping of lump crab, crab meat. Okay, it's, it's like the hollandaise top. sauce as well. Comes with hollandaise sauce, okay. asparagus, yeah. and lump crab. There you go. Looks like Wolchuk actually knew more about this than you. No, that's, that's that, there no, was a guess I, I, that I, I that I had on the topping of that one. I've heard I've heard Oscar. I thought it was the cut. I thought it was the way it was cut, but it's not. That's not the case. 40-ounce tomahawk steak served with choice of super salad, a selection of two sides, $255. Oh, that's a deal. That's a deal, baby. salad's Jeez. like 18 bucks off the jump. I mean, Caesar this. salad was like, seriously. I, I, I That's w- crazy. And, and the parking lot was packed. GoldenSteerLasVegas.com. Longhorn and lobster tail. Yeah. $250. Woo, let's go. I don't know which, which of those two I'd rather have, the 40-ounce tomahawk or the longhorn and lobster tail. You could, I tell you, you could sit there and if you could order one, you could split it. You know, you could get a couple of people, you know, split all that stuff up. Sure. Cut it you know? in threes. Cut it, cut it up. Can you bring <laughs> us uh, two extra plates with that? Well, if you had somebody else, though, you just, <laughs> know, you there's rich the, people everywhere. But half, half lobster tail and half the, half the, the, the tomahawk, you know, yeah. you could, you could probably. Well, do. I know you were fired up to go to the, uh, the, the Salt Bay Steakhouse. Brought us already got a reservation for that one, man. So man. he's trying to just you go around all the steakhouses. Yeah, he no. wants he wants him to cut that cut that steak right into his Salt mouth. Bay. I'll tell you what, man. That, that those those videos are like why? That, I've heard that, that's overrated. That is way overrated. Way overrated. Now here's the good news: the Golden Steer Las Vegas dot com. If you're going there for the Super Bowl or otherwise, all sides fourteen dollars. Yeah. Okay. To make you holler. Not a bad okay. Deal. So that's where you start to sort yeah, of make your money back. And it's and it's family style. So yeah, you got them and you got the big plates there. All Lobster that. Mac. Yeah. I just saw Mac. I saw asparagus. What else did I see? French fries, I think. Oh, yeah. 
It's okay, good. and then the desserts are pretty reasonable if you bucks. have room. $11 creme yeah. brulee, a $21 bananas foster. Okay. That's table side. If you have room. Oh, you're going <laughs> to have tiramiso's room. tiramiso's 11 bucks, Wolchuk. Tiramisu? Tiramisu. Tiramisu. Yeah. <laughs> tiramisu. <laughs> <laughs> tiramisu stupid. <laughs> Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.